This week's news is brought to you by Zatuna Liquor over in Rochester Hills, just south of M59 on Rochester Road. North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, just south of Baseline Road on North Center Street. As well as PCI Brandcraft. Find them on Instagram and Facebook, PCI Brandcraft, our brand new sponsor. They help you with your apparel and everything and anything that you may need that you can slap your logo on. You can watch us live every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern on BetterOnDraft.tv or Facebook.com forward slash BetterOnDraft. And you can see the video of these episodes over at BetterOnDraft on YouTube. That's YouTube.com forward slash BetterOnDraft. Follow us on all of our social medias. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, BetterOnDraft. Find out everything that we drank during the episode by going to Untapped and Friending Us. That's BOD Podcast, B-O-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Go to our website, betterondraft.com, for news and reviews, including the upcoming Jackson County Beer Festival that we will be covering. Stay safe, and we hope to see you soon. Whether your beer is in a bottle, can, or glass, kick back and relax. It's Better on Draft. So welcome to the news segment, April 23rd. Uh, thankfully, we realized it pretty early. Dan, you're drinking some liquor, right? Yes, sir. Vodka what, soda. What kind of vodka? Uh, Stoli. Stoli. All right. Nick, yeah. what are you drinking over there? Uh, <laughs> Modern Times. Modern Times Coffee and- Stout. 312, Goose yeah, Island. 312, Goose Of course, you can see some uh, variants of those coming out. Wendy, what are you drinking? Well, in sticking with my Women in Beer series that I've been trying to do, um, I am drinking a Brewery Vivant Farmhand uh, because I recently learned that Brewery Vivant, uh, the president and um, brainchild of Brewery Vivant is Chris Spalding. And so I was kind of excited to find out that this was a woman-owned brewery. I had no idea until I started doing my research. So Brewery Vivant, I'm checking it out. All right, Robert, what are you listen or what are you listening to? What are you drinking? Um, so during that last part of the segment, I switched off and was drinking the uh, Bell's Bourbon Barrel Age Expedition Stout that is now gone, uh, uh, based but, out as they call it. Exactly. Um, I still have my Northern Aquavit. This is the uh, the cast conditioned uh, Northern Aquavit, uh, and was going to crack open the. Uh, double white coffee stout from Eastern Market Brewing Company. I I loved that cask um, uh, conditioned Aquavit. I'm trying to figure out what um, what episode they were on because when we had Northern Aquavit 247, um, so four months ago, damn. Um, we had uh, Northern Aquavit in the studio, uh, the virtual studio, that is. Um, but for me, I am drinking from Griffin Claw. I had a friend pick up um, some Blah Blah Blurst. Ooh. Now, I'm going to be honest, and, and I told uh, Kyle, a friend of the show. Um, Caillou. Kyle. Oh, I thought you said Caillou. Sorry. No, Kyle. <laughs> Um, this does not taste as I remember, but I also remember we were hammered that night, but I also remember that I drank it another day because I brought home a crowler of it. Um, so I, you know, it, it, it tastes better than I remember when I retasted it, but this does not have the flavor profile that I recall. And I, I want to bring it to you guys. 
uh, as a question before we get to the news, because I, I love having conversations with you guys. I can't tell you how many times, you know, how many times have you hyped up a beer in your head or remembered a flavor? And when you tasted it again, it does not taste the same. Um, but the, the, the question to you guys is, is that when that happens and you put put a beer on a pedestal, you know, remember CBS, how it was not yearly in the, like in 2018, the last time it was brewed in 2014, not to bring up founders, Rob, sorry. Not racist, but, but yeah. I mean, I mean, it was pre-racism. It was, it was, you know, uh, when we didn't know of the racism, I mean, it probably still existed. We just didn't know about it. Oh, um, if you've seen the pictures of them and their little tiny signs of, of choose love, not hate that apparently are in the Detroit tap room. Um, yeah, we, we could do stories, but continue. I, I, I just, I recall this beer being one flavor profile and I just, it, it's not the same. And I don't know, again, mind you, we, we did our show. Uh, Dan was not there because he's in Arizona, but we did the live show and uh, Griffin Claw at the brewery itself. And I remember drinking it, and I remember loving it, and I remember drinking it as if it was Baja Blast. I remember getting a crawler, and I remember drinking it again. But this time, I just I just don't feel it. Have you guys ever felt that before? Like, oh my god, this beer is not what I thought it was? I mean, I think we've all gone through it. I, I don't want to even rehash the whole thing about Oberon and how Oberon apparently changes every year. Um, but I, <laughs> I, I think we, we all go through that. It's just, you know, it's it's been, you know, it's been quite a few months since the last time I've had the, the, the blah, blah, blurst, burst. Um, I would imagine that it's going to be a little bit different than I remember it. And I... I Definitely was was not completely toasted that that evening, uh, but I just I remember it just being really good and just like really hitting on all of those tropical flavors. But there, I feel like that that's always going to happen as as our palates just always evolve through time. It's just you know it, it it may take a year or so before all of a sudden you know I've got friends who who absolutely hated stouts. Just shout out to my friend Sean who who absolutely hated. You know, um, black note style from Bells. And then all of a sudden, two years later, it was the thing that he wanted to get and always get all the time. And it's been a few months since we've had it. So I kind of feel like for for myself, it's probably going to be a little bit different. But being what it is, and I, I think just the overall imaginary thought of it being an alcoholic Baja blast that I'm still going to enjoy it one way or the other. I just I have to say that I think go on, Wendy. I was I, I knew I had to drive home, so I was not trashed at that show. No, I don't no not that long drive. That. Did it happen after? So I Nick and I actually went to the restaurant after the show. Uh, and that makes more I sense. I personally <laughs> stayed in the parking lot for a good hour and a half after before I even drove home, like, I'm like, all right, I need a little bit of time to, to let everything settle. Um, yeah, so we – Nick and I had a few more after the show itself. Um, <laughs> but that was also a show where we were mixing too because we were mixing oh, yeah. uh, Flying Buffalo Whiskey as well as beer as well as cider. Um, 
and then Nick and I went. We tried to get some food. That was the whole point. Is we went in there to get some food, and there was no food, and we're like, "Well, we're here, so we might as well drink some beer." <laughs> might as well have a beer and, and buy a bottle. This so. was this was pre Brody too. So he's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to get out at least once more and have a fun night before I have a kid. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Before um, before life changes, for for sure. And I, I was there to help him. That's that's what I was. I was his sponsor. I was his pre father <laughs> sponsor, um, to make sure that he had fun before he got out. But no, I I just I I remember a very specific flavor profile, and I just I just don't taste it again. But it could be because. M- now again, this was at the Griffin Claw Brewery, so I don't know if it was a different branch. I don't know if it was a different, um, if it changed a little bit. But again, I don't know about you guys, but like this was something. And again, we only see this in small craft batches. Like we we don't see this when we drinking Budweiser or Guinness or anything else we might get from Zatuna Liquor, uh, whether it's craft or not. But I just. It, it, it was something very specific that I had a very specific mental image, mental flavor, and I just didn't get it again. I, am, am I talking shit? Like, the, do you guys understand what I'm saying? Like, Dan, Dan you're laughing, but I, wanna... I do. It's just funny, but no, you're absolutely right because one beer that comes to mind for me, what you're talking about is actually Newcastle. It seems to change taste from time to time, or maybe my taste buds have changed but you're right the smaller beers because you know it's not mass produced with the same recipe uniform every time day in and day out you know things do change like that so you're always going to run into something like that or your taste buds just change you know your palate's completely different now so you you think it tasted like something before but your tastes have changed so you go back it's like oh this isn't as good as i thought yeah, but we're talking five months, not necessarily like five years or uh, yeah. Like I, I would expect the same flavor. And and, and again, so, let me ask you this: no. How drunk were you when you tried it the first time? The first time I was hammered. The well, that second, could play a that could play a point into it too. But the second time I was sober and I loved it. I still loved it. Yeah, it's hard to say then. So I, I, I mean, I feel we we. I don't know. It's, Wait, it's a... how many drinks have you had tonight before you drank it? Oh, so this, mind you, when I when I had the when I cracked open this growler was a week ago. Um, I was not any drinks in when I had it for the first time. So this has been open how for was a growler. This is a week. But when I had it sober a week ago, a week ago Saturday, um. I did not like I took a sip and everybody's eyes because mind you, I asked a friend to pick this up. Therefore they expected like my eyes to be bright and happy and oh my gosh, this is so good. (laughs) And my eyes were like, this is not what I remember. So I, I I was sober then I was sober the first time I had it in a crowler. Um, I was hammered the first time I had it which was at the the show itself when we did the the blackgrass cider episode and I'm definitely drunk tonight but again it it I I don't know it, it tastes better a few drinks in tonight for sure but I don't I just that that first time it was just a little bit of disappointment when I had it last Saturday mm. sometimes we um pump things up so much in our minds that when we actually get it, it's not as good as we thought we thought. Now I've, I, I, I've had that theory and I, I want to talk about that theory as we, we go through uh, when 
old, not old nation, excuse me, Arbor Brewing went through the, the ownership process change and there was a summer beer fest and I don't remember which year it was, but it was the first summer beer fest that they were back and they had old 22, which is their alt beer. And I remember walking in, this was, you know, we, we got in with the media, so we got in early and I remember beelining it all the way to Arbor Brewing and sure as shit, I had it and I'm like, this does not taste as good as I remember. Now, could it be because it was from a, a draft as opposed to a bottle because I've only had it in bottles before? Sure. But every beer is better on draft. <laughs> uh, um, uh, see what you did there. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I just it's, – it's one of those I just don't there, – there are a handful of times where a beer I've had where I've had this – belief of how good it is in my head and then i've had it again and i'm like why did i think it was so good and i'm just curious if you guys feel have felt that way about a beer before and what beer it was i kind of wonder if it's and i i have experienced and maybe some of you guys have experienced this as well but there's this this i don't i don't really have a name for it but there's this feeling that you sometimes get where you go and you see a movie that is an for you is an absolute masterpiece. You love it. You you love to want to go see it again. And then you take somebody else to go see it. And then you're sitting there just kind of wondering why this person next to you is not reacting the same way you're reacting. And <laughs> well, I always just wonder what's wrong with them. I, I there, there are two movies for me. <laughs> and one of them is national lampoons, black ball. Um, which is, I don't even know what that is. I've never seen that. 100% seek it out. I will figure it out how to get it for you guys. Um, but it is a, so it's got Paul K in it, who was in game of Thrones, Lily hammer, um, a, the stranger, I believe is the most recent TV show he was in. Um, and it's also got Vince Vaughn, but it's a national lampoons, get my attention, uh, TV, it's a national lampoons movie about bocce ball. It's got James Cromwell in it. God. (laughs) So it's not, it's, it's sporty, but it's not sporty. Um, So it's an bocce ama- ball is super sporty. I, I, again, that's well, that, that's the ongoing joke of that entire movie is that how, how sporty, like he's <laughs> young and he's hungry, and you see this like seventy-five-year-old guy, and you're like, we're gonna talk about young and hungry later. Um, well, young and bocce ball, I guess. So uh, it's it's amazing movie, but the other one is Stickman which is a movie out of New Zealand about billiards pool um, that I just love. You and watch really weird movies. I, I've, I mean, I could go even deeper than that. But when I, when I talk about movies, like um, if it's not a triple A movie and I'm not trying to show like it back when I was dating years ago, um, like, Oh, Hey, let's watch, you know, you've never seen back to the future. Have you never seen ghostbusters? Like those are the movies that like blow Tommy boy shit. Like those are the movies that blow my mind. But then I'm like, all right, I want to see if your comedy's on the same level as my comedy. And therefore that's where I show those movies. So I think, I think when Rob, you were talking about, you know, Oh, showing a movie to someone, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, how good or bad the movie is. I think it's just 
where your level of drama or your level of scary or your level of comedy is. Because right. there, are, there are amazing scary movies out there that someone might not like. Like, Dan, Dan are you a scary movie fan? Not really. No. They're so, kind of boring. So <laughs> you, you might not be a big fan of, say, like Paranormal Activity. Like that that was a huge scary movie where everyone talked about, hey, you gotta go see this movie. And Dan would be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> but but that's also Dan's belief on scary movies, whereas for me, like, I, I wanna know, alright, what level of scary movie are you at? Are we at like psychological scary? Are we at gore porn scary? Are we at like where where are we at so we can we can meet in the middle? So I've I've seen garbage. I have a good scary. example of that. Go for it, Wendy. So, and I don't know if I should actually say this because it might age me, but um, I went on a I'm like the oldest date. one here, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I went on yeah, yeah I, I was there when I saw Christmas Addicts get shot, so continue. Jesus. I went on a first date to a Faces of Death movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Those are funny, though. So this was back in the day, so where if you stayed through the movie, they gave you a certificate that you made it through the movie. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. It, it was the very beginning, and I went on a date with this guy, and, like, through half of the movie, he was, like, cowering, like, doing this <laughs> shoulder, and I was like, oh, dear God, it's just, like... <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, it was horrible that this stuff was happening, but I was like, it's not, like, scary stuff. Like, I, why are you I, I like that? I don't recall any, like, movie certificates, but I recall Faces of Death uh, at Family Video. Oh, like, my God. Being able to rent <laughs> it. And yeah, no, we went to see this in the theater. Of all places. <laughs> What's so funny, Family though, video. Is that, so you, 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 you guys laugh, and I, and I know my mother listens to this show and what's so funny is is that on my family video account it said no nude r's and faces of death was not nude no nudity therefore i was not the one i saw well okay so maybe not the one you saw but the one about elephantitis in there Ken, would you uh, rent Faces of Death and listen to some Rex in effect right afterwards? (laughs) (laughs) But your mom was loving you. You're all laughing and Dan's bringing up. And those who've listened to the podcast before may know, I I recall being banned from watching MTV because of the Rump Shakers music video, Rex in effects. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, my, I, I mean, I was, I was, I'm the youngest one on the show. I'm 1986 and sure enough, like th- those are the kinds of things that, uh, you know, you know, and this was early MTV spring break. So not like the MTV spring break where I was old enough to understand butts and ass. Um, <laughs> But but again, like you know, oh, you can't do it. But but by the time that I'm watching it, it's you know, it's either you're gonna listen to Lip Biscuit or Sugar Ray here on Spring Break MTV. Um, yeah, well, well, it's well after the uh, the the beauty music of Two Live Crew and oh my God. Rex. Oh, two, t- <laughs> two times Two Live Crew has been brought up. 
<laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah, two live. What's the what's the over under on Uncle Luke and two live crew being mentioned tonight? Uh. I mean, as, as a guy who's a uh, Miami Hurricanes fan through and through, like I, I oh. always remember, uh, two live crew. So, um, great conversation, Rob. I know we're talking about the news. Um, I think I have a uh, a little thing that I could be like. Here is Robert with the beer news. So, <laughs> I, I guess. So, well, I guess first, because because there's one thing that we still needed to take care of of uh, from a couple months ago, or actually a month ago, um, about having a shower beer. So I was curious, Ken, if you had fulfilled said homework assignment of having a a shower beer. I did. I All did. right. And at the initial time when we said we would have a shower beer, I said I will have a shower beer. Because when yes, was so, so prominent, like it is going to change your life. <laughs> and yes, can. what did you so, do before it? So, so we have so so now both of us have now gone through this. I I have fulfilled uh, the homework assignment, albeit a little bit late. So I guess you know take your ten percent for 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 your latest your your tardy assignment. Uh, but I've done the shower beer, and and basically, um, the I guess the story behind it basically was that I had done a bunch of yard work. I decided, all right, I'm going to take a shower, and then I was just like, oh shit, I guess I might as well just grab a beer while I'm go ahead and do do doing this shower. So, okay. grab one. Um, I. Did not go with your advice with this and like doing a Hefeweizen or something like that. It ended up being a New England IPA. Um, and yeah, and I guess it was cold, it was this, it was that. Um, I will simply say, uh, basically, my review of it is no, (laughs) (laughs) no, um, it is a uh, I guess for me, it is a fruitless endeavor. Uh, I am not a fan. I, 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 I get what you were saying about this whole being in a warm shower and having a cold drink with you. Um, at the same time, um, I'm you trying to take a damn. You? I'm trying to take a shower. I'm not trying to drink a fucking beer. And I could not i tried to be very impartial about this and and try to sit and think about okay what can somebody enjoy about drinking a beer in a shower and i came up with a checklist where the checklist just said nothing i don't (laughs) get i don't understand it i've tried it i don't like it I don't like the idea of it because it's just like, I'm trying to take a shower. I'm not trying to get inebriated in the shower. <laughs> and although I know, I know that's not the whole point of having the beer in, but it's just like, I don't, it, it's just, it's not me. It, it certainly as hell is not me. And I just, I tried it. I didn't care for it. So, okay. so hold, hold on, hold on, Wendy. Hold on, hold, hold on, Wendy. I'm I'm gonna explain my experience, and then you can ask all okay. the questions. <laughs> when I get into a shower, I want to shower, and I want to get the fuck out of there. Therefore, I, when, when I I had a shower beer. I tried to 
I try to relax and I try to be like, you know, all right, let's let the warm water mm-hmm. go over me because it's cold. And just I I tr- was drinking and I'm like, you know, what? I just I'm I just want to get the fuck out of the shower. Like I I have no no want to be in the shower anymore. Like I don't like the the, the warmth bes- beside the warmth around my body. Like it did not add to me wanting to stay in the shower and it did not add to me wanting to be away from the warmth. So I, I personally was just like, here's the shower. Here's your shower beer. And I'm like, I I just want to get out. Like, and I have no problem drinking outside the shower and relaxing. And, you know, I mean, did, did you feel like there was an obligation that you had to finish the beer while in the shower? No, I definitely didn't finish the beer. Okay, because I didn't I, either. I, I, I had a handful of swigs. Like, I'm washing myself, and I'm like, all right, let's chug a little beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, I'm done, and I'm just kind of sitting in the water and relaxing. I'm like, you know what? Let's, let's, let's drink a little beer. But none of it really relaxed me more. They are just sitting under the the warm shower head or, uh, you know, trying like I I personally would have just rather been like, this is your reward for being in the shower. Here is this beer. Do your shower. Drink the beer, not do your shower and drink the beer. Right. And I will I will also say before you jump in is that my showers are a bit different where I do have the hot water on for basically, I would say, the first minute and a half. And then afterwards, the hot water is turned off and I am just using the cold water at that point. So I will throw that in there as well. It totally just changed everything I was going to ask, Rob. <laughs> so first off. Do you guys normally like shower with such a mission? Is there ever a time where you feel like you just are in the shower to relax? No. Kind of, yeah. I, I grew up in, in pretty much a household where um we had a we didn't have a very large hot water tank, so it was pretty much you shower with a mission. And that kind of stuck with me. So that's just kind of the where it's been. And the only difference now is that I would probably say for like the last roughly five years or so is that I will have the hot water on. And then afterwards, I will turn the hot water off in like 15 second uh, intermittence where it is just then off completely. First and of all, then, why do you do that? Now, I don't actually want an answer, but why? What the fuck? <laughs> um, Nick, I think, Nick, you're one of the only people who've been like, yes, do the shower beer. Yeah, I, do I mean, I've, I've done it, but I've just... Mm-hmm. I did that when I was in college. When I was showering to get ready for a party so I could do more drinking. I, I will say I do that because your body temperature takes over, and and if you try it, just like every 15 seconds, you turn that hot water down a little bit more, your body, your internal body temperature will take over and you, your body will not feel much of a difference when it's nothing but the cold. When you start with the hot first and then turn the hot now. Yeah, you're shaking your head. The, like, hot, like, the hot shower is my reward for being <laughs> in the fucking shower in the first place. <laughs> I'm not turning on the cold water. Are you kidding me? 
The like, only time the cold water is going on is when it's 100 degrees like it is in Phoenix. Right. Now. That's, that's now your, that is now no, your homework assignment. Even when I was in my 20s. I've done your shower beer. I need to rinse I, my hair with cold water. I've, I've done your shower no. beer. Now that is your homework. Now you get to try and do a shower starting hot, but then every 15 seconds you turn the hot down until you get to nothing but the cold and oh, you God. see what that feels like yeah i'm i'm telling you it's 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 kind of weird when you feel it you don't feel much of a change you really don't before we end this particular <laughs> segment i would like to point out that there's a meme that i've seen go around facebook that is about like the three phases of women taking a shower like the one where you got to wash your hair, the one where you got to wash your hair and shave real quick, and then the other one where you're like, I'm all in. The shower beer is the all-in shower. It is not the first two. Like, I, Obviously, I go in showers where I am ready to get out as soon as I get in, but every now and then you take that one shower that you're like, oh, this beer is amazing. I don't understand these options. I'm literally going... <laughs> clean and get out like i don't nick, nick i mean you're but you're, i'm not a bather either like i don't want to sit in a bath forever because the water gets cold and i don't like that i like just let the hot water flow out of me for a few minutes and i'm good nick you you've got to deal with work and being alive and having a child like what do you think you know what i just i don't know i can't get in, into the whole shower beer thing like i said I did it when I was in college, when I was young and dumb, and I did it before the actual party, which would be like an hour before or even shorter. Um, just so it was like a pre-vacation beer, because no, no, I mean, well, it, no, I mean, if I mean, Ken and Dan know that when I was in college at Wayne State, I was in a fraternity, and the first like month and a half was like every Friday night was a party. And it was a different theme. And when I was living in the house, when I would get ready, everyone was already drinking, like long before the doors open. I'm like, all right, I got a pregame to start catching up. So what did that I do? It doesn't count. I, it's well, pregaming. No, well, I had a shower and get ready for the party. I'm not going <laughs> to smell like beer, okay? Because <laughs> the, the house already does smell like beer. I'm just going to say that. If you Oh, I know. If you act, if you were watching on YouTube, if you actually saw this on YouTube, just look at Ken's face when I said the house smelled like beer. He's like, it smells more like that. And something more like, yeah, we know. We yeah. know how bad it smells. Just uh, go to Better on Draft on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Better on Draft. Excuse me. Yeah, facebook.com forward slash Better on Draft or youtube.com forward slash Better on Draft. You can see the video of uh, my reactions to that. And that is I, to be honest, I don't even know if they even hold parties anymore. Never mind COVID, but before COVID, well, I don't well, even think they. There, there was a whole hazing situation. Yeah, we won't get into that. But <laughs> it's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no one got hurt. And, and let's, let's you know what we should do? We should bring back, you know, remember we had, we had a, a brewer here, very, very infamous Michigan brewer, Hazen Schumacher, and we could do hazing with Hazen and, and a whole show. <laughs> spin-off with, show. With Hazen Ooh. Schumacher. Uh, we, we do yes, have a, a, a spin-off video show that's going to be coming out soon called the one, two, three beer review, which is going to be as, 
uh, you know, one, two, three, one beer, two brewer, or excuse me, two people, three questions, and that's it. So I'm going to be uh, hosting this, uh, and we're going to be bringing in special guests, but it's going to be uh, simply a beer review, but it's going to be a little bit more in-depth. So me not telling you what your beer should taste like, because fuck, I have a shit-ass palate, um, I want you to <laughs> understand what the brewer wants you to taste the brewer wants you to feel so we're going to taste it together i might agree i might disagree um but stay tuned for that that's going to be only on the youtube and the facebook page so youtube.com forward slash better on draft and facebook.com forward slash better on draft rock i want one small news segment one small thing while uh, uh, my spouse's uh, Dina is is telling Wendy that everything I'm saying is an absolute lie and to <laughs> not do uh, a cold shower at all to that point. Um, she won't do it. So that's OK. Um, so one small thing, obviously, we, there was some uh, news that came across this week that uh, Sagatuck Brewing announced this past Thursday that they were buying Creston Brewing uh, in Grand Rapids, which uh, they had been shut down since the COVID-19 pandemic hit. Uh, back in March of 2020, uh, the sale, uh, including all assets, licenses of Creston is subject to final approval by the Michigan Liquor Control Commission. Uh, but Sagatuck CEO Rick Gillette uh, has declined to close the sale price, uh, but has said that he has begun his informal or began his informal talks with purchasing Creston uh, back before uh, the purchase, or, or rather, before that, ah, shortly after, rather, uh, the pandemic hit in Michigan. Uh, the one thing I, I guess I was I was really thinking about was that I don't uh, generally don't partake in a lot of Sagatuck's beers, uh, but this is now being kind of their third location where they're going to be hosting their beers. Uh, they're still going to have Creston's lineup that is still going to be there. And I know with going out there with uh, my brother during his bachelor party, they had kind of one of the cooler, um, uh, uh, dang it, what the hell's the word I'm looking for? Like the, the sampler. Uh, uh, flight? They have the flights where they had, uh, they were using vinyl records and, and record stands where you could have the flights that were sitting on there. And that was like one of the coolest things that I remember ever seeing. Um so I guess I was I was just thinking this like as far as Saga Tuck is concerned, I don't drink enough of Saga Tuck to know where their numbers are or to pay attention to where the numbers are. But damn, if they're not just like tr- seem like they're just snapping up places at this point, because you know obviously they've got the regular place. I thought they they bought somebody else um, not too long ago, and then now here comes them buying Preston. So uh, I guess I just got kind of curious about. Let's let's give you a little preface. Um, we had Saga Tuck Brewing on on episode two hundred thirty back in August eighth, twenty twenty, uh, which you talked with uh, PJ Goodrow. I don't know how to say your last name. Sorry, PJ. We talked with PJ. I don't know how many PJs are <laughs> there out there, uh, but Michael Biddick too. Um, so PJ and Michael are part of Saga Tuck. This was after they had purchased Gonzo's Big Dog over in Kalamazoo. Gonzo, that's what it was, uh, yes. Which they kept their vanilla Java Porter, which is a major mainstay of <laughs> Gonzo's Big Dog. Um, 
Now, we knew, as better on draft, we knew about this Creston buy uh, about a year ago. Um, but we well, now it's official. It's, it's it's official now, but in the same sense, like we understood, like we we were told, hey, we're not ready to announce it yet. And I'm like, that's perfectly fine. We're not going to tell you. And that's one thing I want to tell to future brewers and breweries who discuss with us. Um, we are not a TMZ. We are not here to put you on the spot. We are not here to make you feel like shit. We are here to spread the news. We have known about a lot of purchases and buyouts that we don't talk about just because we have been given the information and simply don't talk about it. Just like Dark Horse and Roke. Um it's one of those things to where, you know, people rely on us to keep a secret and be ready for the update. So expect probably an update from Sagatuck slash um, Creston about that. We'll probably have him here on the show again to update us as it's been almost a year since we have him on last. Um, but but I'm excited. I mean, when when you have a brewery like Creston who... I feel like they they were one of the few breweries that just needed a lifeline, and they got it through Sagatuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as they keep that um, that pineapple barley wine that they did back in 2018, oof, that here, that that was. If if we can only imagine Sagatuck's purchase of Creston, based on Saga, excuse me, Sagatuck's purchase purchase of. Gonzo's Big Dog and make it as Sagatuck's purchase of Creston. We're going to get the best of Creston within the Sagatuck brand now. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of wonder with, with a lot of the, when you start to see the, the crap brewing companies buying other crap brewing companies, it, it, it still kind of leaves that little, little nugget in my head. Like, are they buying these craft breweries because they know that they are at a disadvantage and they're making better beer than Sagatuck is? And therefore, if I get a chance to buy them up, that I get to buy them up so that I can have their catalog because it might be better than my own? I I I don't I don't know. I just like so just a weird weird thought that's in my head, but you know, as as long as they keep every what was that? It's the American dream. It, nobody, I mean, nobody starts a brewery to have just that one little brewery. And I guess that's not true. There might be some people that do. But the whole point of the American dream is to be able to start this idea and make it grow. So why wouldn't they? buy out those other breweries that might need some help. Well, I could help them. I, I think I, one, one saga tuck has the, the beer um, clout to back it's buying power because while it's not your, you know, when we, when we think of beer clout in Michigan, we think of dragon's milk. We think of Griffin cloud. We think of all these barrel aged beers and they, they had their, their barrel aged beer, you know, in the sun, the Neapolitan milk stout barrel aged, which everyone knows about. Um, But for them, I think they've always made smart business decisions. So in Douglas, which Douglas is a traveling, um, 
industry. Like people go to Douglas and, and they're not even near the water. So people go to them before they go to the water, go towards the water. So they, they have the ability for people to come in, check it out. And when it got to Gonzo's big dog, they had the money to spend on Gonzo's, which is in downtown Kalamazoo. Easy for everyone to go within everyone's walking tour. And when you move to Creston, and I mean, Creston's not in that same walking tour-esque as Gonzo's Big Dog, but when you have a lifeline and a site and an ability to purchase a brewery, I mean, you just got to purchase the brewery. I hear someone typing. Sorry, that was... (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Not me. But yeah, I I get that. And and yeah, it's, it's not necessarily on... The Grand Rapids path. Um, I know when when I was taking my my brother and, and his friends out to us to uh, you know doing our brewery tour during uh, going through uh, different breweries for his bachelor party, that it was a little bit off. But you know it was it was kind of a good part of being off the beaten path because there weren't too many breweries that were really out there to begin with. So it was it was a good spot. It was a good spot. It, it was it was definitely good, and I think Saugatuck will be able to bring Saugatuck beer as well as Creston beer there too. Because I, yeah. I I feel like Saugatuck isn't going to purchase the area unless they can get the recipes. Now, if they can mm-hmm. duplicate the recipes and make everything good, perfect, great for them. Um, and you can be able to make a you know you can still make a brewery tour with them, but it's not a walking tour. And right. from there, that's 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 the big thing. But, um, yeah. you know, that's the news. I know it's it's short, sweet to the point. We talk too much about this blah blah blurs and shower <laughs> beers for sure. Um, but we are excited, guys. You know, Creston, uh, Saugatuck, Gray Line, Minton Brewing Company, City Built, Jolly Pumpkin. You know where you can find these places. On the Michigan Brewery Map app, it is free to use iOS and Android. Go check it out. Guys, do you know what the next update's going to have? Because I'm so excited about this. The next update, you're going to be able to search by days open. So if you're no. going to a city like Grand Rapids, Traverse City, Detroit, wherever that has a shit ton of breweries, and you're like, I want, you know, especially if it's a Monday. But if you're going, you can search by brewery hours. It could be like, you know, hey, oh, it's a Tuesday, and I'm going to be in Grayling. What's open around me? And I can make that search. Just like that, every single brewery that you select on, it's going to have the hours of operation. So you're going to be able to see from Google onto our website, or excuse me, onto our application, uh, what's going to be open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you're going to be able to see their hours. But again, this is one of the best updates that I'm pushing on this map app. Guys, it's free for you to use. It's literally dirt sheet for these breweries to advertise on here just to make me a little bit black. But trust me, I'm in the red. Um, but, what but you I, mean black? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> if I could mute you, I would. Oh, boy. I would. Um, <laughs> Hi, Matt. <laughs> but, but, but again, free for you to use Michigan Brewery Map app, iOS and Android. Download it. Use it. Tell me what you want to see, because this whole thing is to get your 
fucking asses into the seats of breweries. The whole point, except for you, Dan. Um, <laughs> you're in Arizona. I'll talk with Eric and make it. You could still come and hang out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Dan, I still I still got your Dragon's Milk whiskey in my... I uh, assumed you drank it. I'm not going to lie. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I have your... I, I have your, your, your Teku glasses. I have everything. Just... Wow, I'm impressed. Why are you impressed? It's your shit. I'm not an asshole like someone. It's been, it's been like a year. <laughs> so? Well, come visit Michigan then. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, Dan. <laughs> this is your fault. Wait, My bad. What temperature is it there right now? It's about 85. Yeah, why the fuck would he want to come here? <laughs> he'll he'll want to come here. We're all going to come visit you. We should we should do a remote show in Arizona. I'm That's saying. a good point. I mean, I'm 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 ready to get the fuck out of here. I mean, I've, let's do it. I'm I'm planning my birthday trip. I'm going to Maine. Oh, it's a nice. fun time up oh, there. Can I talk about my birthday trip? Uh, sure. Why not? I am going to the Weldworks Invitational 2021. Ooh. Which she will be covering for Better on Draft. I am super excited. Nice. Uh, so my birthday, which will come before, so it's more important. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, go, going to Maine. Um, I'm hoping, you know, if if this whole mind you, as everyone who has listened to the show like years and years and years, I used to work for Toast Point of Sale. Uh, if their IPO comes out, did you? Oh yeah, I did. And if their IPO comes out, uh, the the five of us here are going to be having a fun time in some random city. Probably Denver during GABF. All compliments of me. Um, so definitely stay tuned. GABF is canceled 2021 for in-person. So hopefully 2022, I have all of it. Um, for Dan, I know you're in Phoenix. I'm going to be going to Vegas here soon. <laughs> um, be there in a couple of weeks. That's going to do a better on draft podcast. Stay tuned for the uh, King of the Hill. And Wendy's just leave now if you need to go get something. Uh, but that's going to oh, do it. I already but, took care of that. Better on draft podcast. No matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Have a good night. Peace.